Hello, hello. Sorry it's been so long again. Had some equipment issues, which basically means my fancy earbuds failed me. Um, but felt like it had been a little too long, and something pretty significant happened last night that I figured bared discussing. Um, the president gave a speech from the Oval Office, which isn't in and of itself all that unique you know, for a president, but two years in, this is the first time this had happened. And it was about a subject matter that seems pretty innocuous on the surface, but the consideration of what was being discussed, it was far less important than kind of the first example of, uh, you know, a bit of level-headedness, and a prime example of how real strategic moments of normalcy or some version of normalcy in an environment of constant chaos really is a viable weapon, you know, for, for the political situation that we're in right now. You know, he got up there and, and he said that the the border wall was a humanitarian crisis. And he's absolutely right. You know, there's nothing short of a humanitarian crisis going on right now. You know, there are children in detainment centers. You don't have to get any more fancy than that uh, to convince me that a legitimate humanitarian crisis is occurring. You know, but at the same time, people tasked with enforcing the safety on the border are also lobbying for for a wall and for funding for technology to help assist them in their job which you know it's understandable you know if they see value in it i can understand why they're asking for it you know if you're trying to secure a border a wall does make sense you know, just on a very pragmatic, like if someone says, Hey, I need, you got a thousand miles or however long it is that I need you to guard, you know, I mean, the first thing someone's going to do is put up a fence, you know, or some type of barricade, you know, you don't see people hurting, uh, cattle without a fence. You don't see public parks without a fence. You don't see school grounds without a fence, you know, uh, I get why some people are convinced that a barrier has value, you know, and it is legitimately a humanitarian crisis, the situation as is, you know, the counter argument, which I think isn't even really being vocalized very well, because the people screaming the loudest in opposition to it are doing it from some type of you know, morality standpoint and from a fiscal standpoint, you know, the, the budget being requested is pretty extreme. You know, not in compared to what, we, you know, there's, there's going to be a but what about, uh, millions of but what abouts here, you know, that we spend way, way more than that on way less... Uh, talked about things. Okay, fair enough. Be that as it may, you know, $5 billion is an insane amount of money. So, 
people are coming at it from an opposition standpoint of that's too much money. It's not going to work. It's not who we are as a people. It's immoral. Okay, fair enough. You know, I, I lean that direction. Like, I, I think if I was trying to address the issue at the border and I had, and I was discussing numbers in the $5 billion range, you know, I, I don't think top of the list would be just a physical barrier. You know, the data that seems to be coming out is saying that ports of entry are where most of the drugs come through because, you know, the prevention of drugs coming into the country is one big argument, you know, and everybody's still too, uh, I don't know what word to use here, but uh, society isn't quite getting up to speed on the necessity for decriminalization quite as fast as it should. Um, you know, the war on drugs is still going on, even though it obviously makes no sense. It does no good. It creates more victims than the actual drugs and and all that stuff. But be, be that as it may, let's circle back to this, you know, stopping drugs and stuff like that are a big issue here. And, but the DEA and research is showing that these things are actually coming through legal points of entry they're just being smuggled in you know fish and all all these things to mask the scent and false bottom cars and you know just whatever i mean the creativity is endless on how they get through so but there's also i mean there's so much money that the cartels have for this so yes they have submarines and planes, and, and drones, and I mean, everything you can think of, like, you know, the, I don't, I personally don't see the wall as being some type of solution to that, you know, a wall is a very, like, antiquated solution for a very modern problem, you know, technologies being deployed, tunnels, all these things, I mean, so, what I would do with that kind of budget, if we're going to, you know, it's my podcast, so I'm going to spot off about this for a bit, is that why don't they take $30 million, you know, create three X prizes. If you're not familiar with the X prize, it's basically a challenge where a discovery, innovation, achievement, something like that is incentivized financially and they have design competitions and creation competitions to see, you know, who can come up with these things. I think the first one was the Ansari X Prize. Any X Prize, uh, you know, loyalists, I apologize if I'm getting into these details wrong, but the gist of it was the first X Prize was the for a private. It basically initiated the private, the privatization, excuse me, of space travel where it was to get something to the effect of a private craft to space and back twice in a certain amount of time or something like that. Like a pretty remarkable achievement for a private uh, enterprise. But I would take $10 million and give it to three different places, so a total of $30 million, and see who comes up with the best designs 
strategically for this problem. You know, the problem is people seeking asylum and not enough people to process it. You know, people fleeing for their safety and not having somewhere to go. You know, a very disparate uh, wealth gap where people on one side have a much more comfortable life than people on the other. You know, whenever you put a wall or a barrier or a border or whatever it is in between those two things, you're always going to have people wanting to go one direction. And, you know, if they're desperate enough, willing to take whatever risk involved in that. So, you know, that's part of the problem there. Uh, Crime, drugs, all that stuff. Yes, you know, you've got poverty and desperation on one side. And the appearance of a lack of that or a much more op, like an opportunistic environment you know, to kind of get out of that type of suffering. So that's a part of this problem as well. I have a hunch that the designs that these brilliant people come up with, I, I doubt that they're going to heavily prioritize a wall. I'm not saying a wall is not going to be included in the best design, but it's not just going to be this slapdash barrier built, you know, under the impression that it's some type of solution. You know, prisons are some of the most secure places in the world as far as keeping, you know, what's meant to be kept in, in, what's meant to be kept out, out. And they have rampant drug problems there. You know, where there's an incentivized demand and a prohibition, those two ingredients are always going to result in a black market. Whether it's in a prison, whether it's in a deep, dark dungeon. You know, if someone can pay for it and someone wants it, someone will provide it. That's just how the market works. Black market, uh, stock market, <laughs> you know, any market, uh, demand will be met where the incentive goes. So... That's my initial hunch towards a solution is why don't we take, you know, we're still at 30 million right here to come up with the ideas. That's pittance in a $5 million budget. So we still have, you know, $4.7 billion or something like that. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, I mean, more than that. four point seven four. Oh my goodness, I'm having an absolute meltdown right now. 30 million out of 5 billion. So 4970. Good grief. And the solution that they're going to come up with is going to be much more economical than a $5 billion budget for border security. They will deploy strategy because I don't see any strategy. I don't see a well thought out plan. I don't see an optimization effort being made. You know, I just see a massive amount of money kind of being requested as a big FU in this situation that spiraled way out of control in this us versus them environment. And, you know, there's way more important things going on than to bog the entire country down in this pissing contest between left and right. You know, and it's just not necessary. So... A better definition of what the actual issue is 
because it is necessary because a, a wall is not addressing a problem, you know, because the problem hasn't even been specifically identified, you know, and not to any degree of accuracy. You know, the, the minute the president says statistics or numbers about the scope of the problem, I mean, the fact check comes back where it's like he's making them up. You know, there are numbers there, but the variance in between, you know, whatever data and research that's been done on it and the claims that he's making are just absurd. So a clear definition of this problem needs to be had because a humanitarian crisis is absolutely occurring. So that's my proposal is that let's incentivize some brilliant people to come up with a clear definition of the plan, a optimized strategy for addressing the plan and a system in place to catch the fallout and try to keep the established plan on a footing of progression, you know, where data is collected and systems are improved. Lessons are learned. Hey, this is working. Hey, this isn't. And the flexibility to optimize one and cut out the other. So that's where I'm standing on this. So I really hope that a strategy emerges politically where the priority is not having millions of people out of work because of some ridiculous government shutdown. Not creating more victims by these knee-jerk border policies where kids are getting locked up. People who need help aren't able to get it. You know, and the people who have ill intent aren't able to be weeded out. You know, we don't have an optimized system in place because it's being fought as a ground war and as a battle of political ideology as opposed to being addressed as a strategic problem and having optimized solutions deployed towards it. So that's what I got. If anybody's got any feedback, wants to chime in, you know where to get at me at. jbrandonhall.com is the blog. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. All that good stuff. Find me there. And I'd love to talk about it. So I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. It's good talking to you. And I will be back very, very soon. I've got some good episodes coming up. Thank you so much.